0: Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. So, Ty Smith makes all-rookie team, and then, obviously, Igor Sharangovich finishes 10th in the Calder Memorial Trophy race, with uh, Ty Smith finishing in the 7th position. However, I feel like they were snubbed in a sort of way, because I feel as though people don't look at the overall narrative, and also, there was a result in the Calder Memorial Trophy voting amongst those two players that kind of surprised me, and ultimately, I feel as though even though though i knew that they weren't going to win i feel as though they deserved more love and recognition i hinted it towards uh yesterday's episode but uh i want to make this into a full fledged episode we have a lot to discuss and we are revisiting their respective rookie years so buckle up everybody it's going to be a young guns episode you locked on devils your daily podcast on the new jersey devils part of the locked on podcast network your team every day All righty now what is up New Jersey welcome back to locked on Devils podcast here on the locked on network I'm your host college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.38 p.m. Eastern Time, July 1st, 2021 at the time of this recording. So June is over. We're officially in the dog days of summer. It is July, and happy Canada Day to all my Canadian listeners. I know I wished it to you yesterday when the episode went live, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with wishing you a double happy Canada Day, so viva la Canada. So if you missed the last episode, I basically talked about my reactions to the NHL Awards and how a lot of them tied in with the New Jersey Devils. I felt like it was just a very compelling uh uh, subject to talk about because obviously I talked about the Vesna Trophy winner, Marc-Andre Fleury, and how, uh, you know, he's sort of an old goaltender. And, y- you know, when we look at someone like Alex Nedeljkovic, yes, he had a great season. He set franchise records for the Carolina Hurricanes. He led them to the playoffs. But at the same time, I'd much rather have someone like Marc-Andre Fleury on my roster. And, and this might be a hot take because it's just that I much prefer the experience over uh you know just just a young guy who still has a lot to prove so not a uh you know a knock at nadelkovich but you know at the same time i'm just saying like you know let's just uh slow our roll down here a little bit and then obviously i talked about the norris trophy winner and adam fox and how Uh, While he was at Harvard University, his uh, line-pairing teammate was Riley Walsh, who was a prospect for the New Jersey Devils, and he is actually, you know, like I told you guys, he is one of our highly anticipated prospects in our system right now. So I'm excited to see what he can do once he's given a chance to play at the NHL level. I talked about the Hart Memorial Trophy winner, how Connor McDavid's season was phenomenal, and then, you know, I compared his stats to our respective stats because uh, even though Zaka led our team in points with 35 There were still like 93 other players above them in that regard. So it goes to show you how well off the pace the New Jersey Devils were in terms of production on the offensive side of things. However, you know, I think they finished uh, pretty decently. And uh, quite honestly, guys, I think uh, there's still a lot of room to improve. But, you know, I'm I'm not trying to compare anyone. And now uh, it kind of led into today's subject, which is the Calder Memorial Trophy. So Kirill the Thrill, Kirill Kaprizov won the Calder Memorial Trophy for the NHL. And obviously, it is well-deserved. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. So uh, I just want to read you guys his stats real quick because he was actually on a very good pace. It's just so unfair for, like, rookies this season because it was just like they were only given the opportunity to play 56 games. So if we go out to the New York Rangers, at least they had actually someone who made all-rookie team in Keandre Miller. But obviously, they expected big things from Alexi Lafreniere. But obviously, that didn't come into full fruition. So... You know, there's something right there. So it, it, these rookies just weren't given a fair chance to, you know, just overall show what they could potentially do on the scoring side of things if they're a forward. And obviously, you know, that could be a little frustrating. But at the same time, uh, Kaprizov still had a great season. He played in 55 games, had 27 goals, 24 assists for a grand total of 51 points. So that's amazing right there. But, um, you know, what, what, what I want to lead into is basically the overall voting because it's something that I hinted towards in uh, yesterday's episode. In terms of what happened uh, for Igor Sharangovich and Ty Smith so if we're looking at the overall results of the award races I must say I wasn't entirely surprised but at the same time I kind of expected a little better so when we're looking at uh, Ty Smith he finished seventh overall in the voting for the Calder Memorial Trophy race he received uh, one third place vote three fourth-place votes, and 11 fifth-place votes. So it was good enough to give him the seventh position. Then for Igor Sharangovich, he received actually one second-place vote, one fourth-place vote, and seven fifth-place votes. So... Ultimately, you know, I think uh, whoever voted for Igor Sharangovich to, you know, take the second position must have been closely associated with the New Jersey Devils because, like I told you guys, I said, if Ty Smith or Igor Sharangovich, I said this explicitly at the beginning of the season when they were sort of on a hot run, when they were sort of taking the Mass Mutual East Division by storm, I said... The New Jersey Devils needed to finish in a respectable position in order for them to get the credit that they deserve. Unfortunately, the New Jersey Devils weren't able to do that, especially towards the end of the season, in which they had to play the Penguins and the Rangers so many times, and they ended up losing uh, 10 games in a row during that stretch. So obviously that was frustrating right there. But at the end of the day, it's just like the New Jersey Devils, they didn't finish in a respectable enough position in order for them to get the credit that they deserve. So I feel as though Ty Smith should have been in the top five in voting, if, if I'm being completely honest with you. I'm not trying to say that he should have been uh, competing with Kaprizov, Robertson, Nadelkovich. I'm not not saying that at all. I'm just saying that he should have been just a little higher in that regards because Ty Smith, if we look at the overall narrative, once again, it's just that here's a rookie. He was by far our best defenseman. He was our most consistent uh, producer on that end. Obviously, he still has to figure out, uh, you know, the direction he wants to go in his career. He still has uh, to adjust to the NHL level because, as we all know, he was leading the Spokane Chiefs in the WHL. So, obviously, you know, that's not the NHL, but at the end of the day, you know, he, he still has to try to figure out uh, what to do at this certain level, obviously, with everything changing. And the fact that he was the leader of our team, despite Severson being an alternate captain, despite uh, P.K. Subban uh, uh, being a former Norris Trophy winner, despite, um, you know, Butcher having a few years at the NHL level under his belt as well, the, the fact that Ty Smith was leading our organization – should really say something, and the fact that, uh, you know, he's the most exciting player on the defensive side of things. Like I told you guys, I firmly believe that Mackenzie Blackwood can win a Vesna. I firmly believe that Ty Smith can win a Norris. I don't think that's out of the uh, realm of possibility at this point in any of their respective careers, but at, at the same time, it's just like. You know, I I feel as though Ty Smith needed some more love, if you know what I mean. It's just like he should have just finished a little higher because I just wish that narrative just went out a little bit more. So like I told you guys, if, if people are saying that, you know, Ty Smith and Igor Sharongovich, they were all right, but, you know, they weren't really all that, then they don't really know New Jersey Devils hockey. They don't know the narrative because part of winning an award, guys, is having the overall narrative, if you know what I mean. So it's obviously like for Connor McDavid, for example, it's just like – You know, I I get he's unanimous. It's this is probably not a good example at all, but you know, I'm just trying to paint you guys an overall picture. The fact that Connor McDavid was able to just, you know, go on this amazing run in a shortened season, and the fact that he was able to put up a hundred points in just 56 games played, should really show you like what he was on pace to do. It's one of the things that was frustrating me, like I told you guys. This full season because uh, for someone like Pavel Zaka, his uh, stats could have been a lot higher for the New Jersey Devils had uh, the season been 82 games. His uh, stats uh, the season before could have been a lot higher had the season not ended abruptly, if you know what I mean. So it's just like... Um, Overall, it's the narrative. It's the fact that Conor McDavid, despite it being a shortened year, he was still able to put up 100 points. That is a very hard thing to do, let alone do it in a 56-game season because uh, there's a lot of guys who can't even do that in, in an 82-game season. So when Taylor Hall won it for the New Jersey Devils a few years ago, uh, he, he played in, obviously, an 82-game season. And obviously, he didn't even crack 100 points. So, it it goes to show you how hard it is. Now, back to um, Ty Smith and Igor Govich. So, when we're looking at uh, what overall Govich was able to do, I think he surprised a lot of people. Because, um, you know, uh, there was reports that he was surprising a lot of people at training camp. And overall, it was just like, you know, he was given a a roster spot. Because like I told you guys, he was a fifth-round selection back in 2018 and, you know, uh, usually when you're a fifth-round selection, it is really, really extremely hard. It's like slim to none that you will make it to the NHL level. Igor Sharangovich found a way. He just has that grit and determination, and that's why he's uh, my favorite player on this Devils organization. So the fact that he was able to lead... All 11 of our rookies in points this season, he appeared in 54 games, had 16 goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 30 points. You know, is it the most impressive stat line? No. But at the same time, you know, I just wish people looked at the overall narrative for both Ty Smith and Igor Sharangovich when it came to the voting process. Because I feel as though they didn't give the credit that they deserved. So this is what I was hinting towards in the last episode, this is why I wanted to make a full-fledged episode. I just feel as though, you know, this is one of the reasons why I was telling you guys, because... If the New Jersey Devils did not finish in a respectable position, they weren't going to get any uh, love or support in the award races. Like, you know, it, it, look, look, look at what um, the Rangers were able to do. They were, you know, they didn't make the playoffs, but they were able to just make a little bit of noise. They almost upset the Boston Bruins by taking that fourth and final playoff spot. Unfortunately, Boston uh, w- was able to click it towards the end at the right possible time. Rangers weren't able to win enough games, and then obviously. Boston locks in the final playoff position and then ultimately the islanders just uh struggle and then the islanders actually get the final um you know spot out east like in terms of the seating it just flipped a little bit just just painting you guys the overall picture i know who finished where i'm i'm just i'm just saying so that way you guys don't come at me but anyway uh in in terms of like the rangers like in in terms of just uh, adam fox winning a norris trophy well deserving and also like Keandre miller getting all rookie team along with ty smith you know well deserving as well but the fact that you know they, they didn't even make the playoffs but the fact that they were able to just overall help make some noise despite uh you know people slandering on Alexei Lafreniere because he was supposed to, you know, be the runaway winner with the Calder Memorial Trophy. Obviously that didn't happen. In fact Uh, You know, he had the worst performing um, uh, season for a first overall pick since Jack Hughes. And before Jack Hughes, Joe Thornton back in 1997. So, you know, I'm just saying, uh, not really a season to remember for Lafreniere. But, you know, he can learn a thing or two from Jack Hughes. But overall, it's just like, you know, when we're looking at Ty Smith and Sharon Govich, it's just like... You know, yes, their stats don't pop out at you, but at the same time, they deserve a little bit more credit of what they were able to do. So, anyway, uh, we have a lot more to discuss in this uh, awards reaction episode, part two. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from Bet Online. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and remember the promo code is locked on. So, once again, head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on on your first deposit. Remember to gamble responsibly. So, first and foremost, I'm not trying to come at anyone, I'm just, you know, reading this tweet for the sake of argument. So, Alex, uh, you guys might see him around on Twitter. He covers the New Jersey Devils uh, at the Hockey Writers along with me, so he's a colleague, and he said this in a tweet. He said, Ty Smith finished 7th in Calvin Memorial Trophy voting. Igor Sharigovich finishes 10th. Personally, if I had to vote, I would have had Sharigovich over Smith. Yeah, okay, so for the sake of discussion, this is a very compelling argument because I I, I too want to just, you know, give my two-cent reaction to that. So, Overall, I see where he's coming from because Sharon Govic's, um, you know, journey, uh, it's one of the reasons, like I told you guys, why he's my favorite player. It's certainly a compelling story because here's a guy from Belarus, came from nothing, had to grind his way to the NHL, fifth round uh, pick. So obviously, uh, the odds were stacked greatly against him, had to earn his roster spot. I believe he was in the final year of his, um, three-year entry-level deal, so obviously, you know, he had to uh, capitalize on it quickly because he signed his three-year entry-level deal back in July of 2018, just to give you guys some reference, so anyway, Igor Sharongovich obviously had to grit and grind his way to the NHL, he had to earn his roster spot, and ultimately, guys, my hot take here is that he was just brought to the roster as a filler. I don't think he would have made the roster had the New Jersey Devils been at full strength in terms of their roster. Because if you guys remember, due to injury, we had to wait for Nico Heijer. Due to contract negotiations and also COVID uh, protocol, we had to wait for Jesper Bratt, And we also had to wait for Sammy Votnin to officially join the team uh, to start the season. So obviously, uh, we had to give some players a chance to just fill in the roster. So honestly, I think he was brought in as a filler. And you know, he made the most out of his opportunity for the New Jersey Devils because... Ultimately, you know, like I told you, that series against the Boston Bruins, the fact that he was able to get that game-winning goal that ultimately gave the New Jersey Devils their uh, first win of the season, it was his first career NHL goal. I think that was really much the icing on the cake in terms of his overall production. So, uh, like I said, I love Sharon Govich and the fact that he was tops in in our team in terms of points as a rookie. The fact that he was the best performing rookie out of, um, you know, the 11 rookies that played on the New Jersey Devils roster this season. I can understand where he's coming from. However, like I said, the narrative fits uh, more with Ty Smith because... I'm not going to repeat the narrative for Ty Smith because I've already said it in this episode. I said it in yesterday's episode. I think you guys overall get the point that I was trying to make for Ty Smith in terms of uh, his rookie status. And now let's talk about Igor uh status in terms of his rookie year. So yes, Igor Sharenkovich did relatively well for the New Jersey Devils. Uh, you know, ultimately I wanted him to you know be in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy, but you know ultimately the stats just weren't there. And like I told you guys, the you know the part of that is just the Devils just not. Not being that good of a team at the moment, so obviously you know that, that there's that. But at the end of the day, Sharon Govich still had one hell of a season, and you know I told you guys he finished uh, top five in points for the New Jersey Devils. So above him was Pavel Zaka and Jack Hughes, and then you know there's him, and then yes, uh, for Broad, and then Miles Wood. So ultimately uh, the fact that Sharon Govich is in the same conversation as Zaka, Hughes, Broughton, Wood should really say something about his future and you know ultimately um, you know uh, that's another thing I want to talk about is because he was surrounded by a lot of good players so obviously to finish off the year uh, he was awarded the position at the top line along with Jack Hughes and Yanni Kwokanen so uh, whether or not Quokenin could be something special consistently that's completely up in the air, I have faith in him personally because I think, um, you know, we do have something special in Quokenin. Quokenin uh, was in the top six in terms of uh, assists last season for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, there, there's something to take into consideration. He was also in the top six for uh, goals for us. And then obviously, he was right below Miles Wood in terms of point production for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, whether or not uh, Quokinan can keep that up consistently is completely up in the air. But the fact that, you know, I told you, Jack Hughes was mentoring people like Quokinan, like Sharon Govich. That's why they did so well. And that's why they worked together as a unit on that kid line. And then obviously, you know, Uh, If he had to be brought down, you know, he still had brought, he still had Zaka. Because remember, when Heizer was out, Zaka was playing the center position. So, you know, and and that's why I brought up the debate whether or not uh, Zaka should move to the wing or if Heizer should move down in the line rotation just so he could get his footing underneath him. But that's a discussion for another time. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, when we're looking at Igor Sharongovich, he was surrounded by a lot of great offensive players. Now, I know the stats don't really show anything, but at the end of the day, I still feel as though offense is not the problem for the New Jersey Devils. It's defense. And the fact that Ty Smith was our best uh, performing defenseman as a rookie, you know, I, I, I could see why you have to give him that kind of edge. And it, like I told you guys, uh, Sharon Govich is my favorite player. You guys know I'm big on him. So when I'm critiquing him or when I'm putting someone in, in above him in terms of production, you know it's out of me uh, not playing any favorites. It's not... Out of like you know me slandering on Sharon govich it's out of love it's out of me just being honest about my certain player and his abilities, so at the end of the day, you know uh Sharon Govich uh statistically did do better than Ty Smith, but obviously you know they play two different positions. Sharon Govich is a winger, and then obviously you got Ty Smith, who's a defenseman, so you know that that that's something to uh, you know take into consideration Sharon Govich can also play the center position as well so you know we'll see what can happen in the future but ultimately with Nico Heiser and Jack Hughes uh, I don't think um, you know he would want to play on the third or fourth line that's just not uh, in his repertoire if you know what I mean unless one of those players is injured but at the end of the day it's just like uh, yeah I can see why Ty Smith um, finished above Sharon Govich in terms of voting But I'm still surprised that Sharon Govich got a second place vote and Ty Smith did not. That's a little uh, confusing. That's a little weird. But like I told you guys, that one vote getter must be closely associated with either the New Jersey Devils or the Mass Mutual East Division because, you know, if you're putting Sharon Govich in second place over Nadelkovich or Robertson in terms of production or even Kaprizov, even though Kaprizov uh, was one vote away from being unanimous, I'm just saying like you must be closely associated with the Devils or you must be closely associated with the Mass Mutual East Division this past season because I don't think anyone with a naked eye someone who's like neutral about all the teams would vote Sharon Govich in the second position because his stats weren't high enough but overall you know you don't look at the stats you look at the narrative so I think um that's my theory that's that's my conspiracy theory in terms of why uh Sharon Govich was able to get a second place vote but ultimately not going to think too much of it and you know what quite honestly I, I still feel as though uh, Sharon Govich and Smith were snubbed in, in a sort of regards, in terms of just you know the voting process because I knew that they weren't going to win the Calder, but I just feel like they should have finished a couple positions higher, but someone actually brought this to my attention. He said, funny thing here is Kaprizov is going to demand ridiculous dollars and rubbles. He's going to price himself out of any ability to build a team around him to make a serious run. I'll settle for snubbery. So that is actually an interesting topic of discussion. I've actually talked to uh, Seth of Locked On Wild in terms of like what's going to happen to Kaprizov, and Kaprizov is going to demand for a lot of money so ultimately Kaprizov and Sharon Govich are very similar they were drafted in the fifth round obviously had to prove a lot of people wrong it was a grind to get to the NHL level so Ultimately speaking, you know, that is very interesting and I'll talk more about that in a second But first I have to give you guys the second live read and it comes from rockauto.com So let's talk about chain stores a bit So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with. Access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket as well. So save time, save your money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? So, RockAuto.com is a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. So, go explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto part needs. So, go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us bucks so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so would i settle for snubbery over robbery i guess so because like the devils have the opportunity to build around you know young talent like igor sharangovich and and Ty Smith and ultimately I don't think either one of those players is going to demand for much but you know at the end of the day I can kind of see where um you know that perspective is coming from I see where Seth was talking about in terms of just Kaprizov will demand for a lot of money and you know guys when when a player demands for a lot of money and they're asking for a lengthy contract that is a full-blown commitment and sometimes it can make it hard to build around those players so you know Obviously when you go out to Edmonton they have all those players signed to max deals obviously when you go to Toronto they have all those players signed to you know big deals and ultimately it'll put them uh in trouble with the cap salary but at the end of the day it's just like that they're just trying to compete and you know they don't care about having to you know possibly scrape their bottom dollar for just a roster fill or whatever the case might be they're willing to spend that kind of money but ultimately for the new jersey devils we're not at that point yet so we're just trying to be patient but we do have a few uh diamonds in the rough that can really potentially become something big and speaking of becoming something big I want to look over at the New York Rangers for a second because they have something that I ultimately want the New Jersey Devils to do or look at. So, obviously, they have Adam Fox, who just won uh, the Norris Trophy, but they have Keandre Miller who is an all-rookie team, like I said, along with Ty Smith this season. So they were the two defensemen for the all-rookie team. And when you look at the top defensive pairing for uh, the New York Rangers on that first line, it is Keandre Miller and Adam Fox. That's what I want. So they have an all-rookie team combined with a Norris Trophy winner. So that's going to be something special. I wish PK Subban and Ty Smith could do something that amazing because you got Ty Smith, who uh, is an all-rookie team. He's a left-handed defenseman. Then you got PK Subban, a right-handed defenseman, and he's a former Norris Trophy winner. But obviously, PK Subban's years of possibly winning the Norris Trophy, are out the window. I think his window is closed in that regards. But ultimately, that's what I want. I want us to build something like that. So obviously, we have something special in our energy line, our kid line, our captain line, whatever the case might be. Obviously, we can develop our fourth line It is something special if we find the uh, right amount of rookies. So obviously, you know, uh, we're going to look at Nolan Foote. We're going to look at Alexander Holtz, whatever the case might be. But ultimately, for the New Jersey Devils, that's what I want. I want us to pair Ty Smith along with someone fantastic. So, like, P.K. Subban, he should be that player, but he's not. And then, you know, Ryan Murray, I know he's a left-handed defenseman, but, you know, former second overall pick back in 2012, I'm just saying, like, you know, I just wish that we had that special combination, that one-two punch to look forward to on the defensive side of things. We only have that one punch in uh, Ty Smith, and, you know, P.K. Subban, solid but not spectacular. Ryan Murray hasn't really amounted to anything. Will Butcher... Please get the hell out of New Jersey. And then Severson, solid, not spectacular. So it's just like, you know, I, I, we, we don't have that one-two punch. Now we have that one punch with uh, Ty Smith. Now the million-dollar question is, who's going to be that second punch? Who's going to be that enforcer? Who's going to be that guy who takes our defense to the next level? Because our offense has potential to grow. But on the defensive side of things, it's just like, uh, yeah, we got uh, Ty Smith. But, you know, we got a washed-up P.K. Subban. We've got an injury-prone Ryan Murray who's also washed up, We have Severson and Butcher who are decent, but not spectacular. It's just, like, aye, aye, aye. it's just like, I want what the Rangers have. And that's why the Rangers were able to compete for that final playoff spot. Even though they didn't get it, they have something to look forward to. And then, obviously, if Lafreniere is able to just, you know... Uh, take his game to the next level, ooh we look out, East. That's all I'm saying. And that uh, that's uh, me talking good about the Rangers. So, and, and I'm a Devils fan, so I'm just saying, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's out of love. It's not me out of just trying to say I'm a Rangers fan. It's just out of love and, you know, giving credit when credit is due. So, you know, you can do that. But ultimately, you know, we do have a young future to look forward to. And ultimately, you know, could it be possible that we trade that fourth-round pick and, you know, get someone special to, you know, be that second punch for Ty Smith and ultimately, you know, just pick up the slack on the defensive side of things for the New Jersey Devils? I don't know what might happen, but it's certainly interesting to see. So, all-rookie team, uh, Ty Smith, uh, obviously one of the defensemen. Then you got Keandre Miller. So, congratulations to those two. Represent the East. Then you got Josh Norris out from the Ottawa Senators uh Jason Robertson and then Kirill Kaprizov uh obviously the Calder Memorial Trophy winner and then at Netminder this is what I want Mackenzie Blackwood to model his game after and quite honestly you know I know he uh has more experience in the NHL but you know Blackwood could still learn a thing or two from uh, this uh, goaltender who was all rookie team, and that's Alex Nedeljkovic out of the Carolina Hurricanes. So Nedeljkovic, he was able to have a goals against average of 1.9 and a save percentage of 932, both single season franchise records to power the Hurricanes to their first division title since 2006. So I'm just saying, like, Nedeljkovic, like... uh, that's what I want Mackenzie Blackwood to be like. And I know that's a kind of weird thing to say because obviously Nadelkovich is a rookie. And then uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, he's been in the league for a few years. So I'm just saying uh, that's that's what I'm hoping that uh, Mackenzie Blackwood could amount to. But we need a veteran presence to help him out in terms of development. But you know, that's a discussion for another time because I've already done the discussion. But, you know, congratulations to Nedeljkovic. Congratulations to Miller. Obviously, our own Ty Smith. So, it's nice to see the New Jersey Devils are getting some sort of recognition for their uh, young players. And then, obviously, we got the Calder Memorial Trophy winner, Kirill Kaprizov. Kirill the Thrill. Josh Norris. Jason Robertson. So, congratulations to all first team... Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's the wrong sport. Like, you know, I was doing the Tony um, Allen thing. First team all defense kind of thing. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just joking. So congratulations to all rookie teams. Well-deserved. And it's nice to see that the New Jersey Devils are at least giving some sort of credit for their uh, young guns. But ultimately, guys, I think we should be very proud of Igor Sharangovich. We should be proud of Ty Smith. We should be proud of our uh, nine other rookies that were able to make their NHL debuts this past season for the New Jersey Devils. So the future is bright. And obviously, with uh, Sharangovich and Smith, even though they weren't really in the uh, running in terms of being finalists for the Calvin Memorial Trophy, along with Nadelkovic, Along with Robertson, along with uh, Capriza, but at the same time, it's just like, you know something to take into consideration and you know I'm looking forward to what could possibly happen next season for the New Jersey Devils so and don't worry guys I'm not naive about the news Uh, there's still a lot more to discuss we have some front office drama going on with Scott O'Neill resigning all of a sudden he is the CEO of not only the New Jersey Devils but the Philadelphia 76ers so how do the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia 76ers how do they meet at that certain crossroad obviously we will talk about that in tomorrow's episode and then obviously we need to talk about uh Owen Power and how his draft stock could slip a little bit. Because he is interviewed uh, not with the Buffalo Sabres quite yet. So is that a cause for concern? We'll talk about it in a future episode. But anyway, as for today, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils Twitter page. By the way, thank you for growing my following. I appreciate you guys. Without your guys' listenership, there is no show. But anyway, continue to stay safe. And have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. Thanks for listening once again.